with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich and today we dive into the unexpected and um, creative um, ocean of the creative mind. I mean, I say that so often and I still can't. <laughs> uh, together with with uh, Stu Stuart Wild, um, a musician uh, from now nowadays from West Cork, uh, earlier from close to Dublin, and uh, I'm very happy to have Stuart here. Uh, hi, Stu. Hey, Ted. It's nice to be here. It's great. We have already two parts, and uh, we had in the second part we talked about um, the influence of music of Stuart's, Stuart's music um, because his mother was playing. Uh, songs from Simon and Garfunkel and Beatles and so on. It was quite nice and uh, I would like to continue somehow with this. Now, um, <coughs> um, regarding influences of music and what what's uh, driven engine, uh, what's, where is the driven engine and why, why are we gonna make mu music or getting creative and so on. And Stuart, he went to, uh, with 13 to uh, a concert from punk bands uh one of those punk bands was was uh, therapy and other punk bands very hardcore what was it hardcore punk um well there probably wasn't much punk around in those days to be honest uh i was like li listening retrospectively to the punk music you know that was in the 80s actually then yeah but uh around dublin Yeah, but so it, was, it had passed. Really, the punk scene had really passed by the time uh, I I got to it. You know, but um, it had an influence on me all the same. And then, like I'd said before, um, my tastes became uh, broader, and um, rediscovered the Beatles, and then uh, other bands uh, from like earlier, like uh, Pink Floyd, for example. Yeah. And um all kinds of things uh can't think of them all now but you know <laughs> back i really liked uh later back, yeah that was yeah. quite later i mean i, I still I, yeah. I, i was wondering so just to explain our listeners how it was in the 80s i can imagine this is very interesting that the punk bands they still used to play in in pubs and uh, they came over from england probably Sure, I would have missed it though. I would have been too young for that. And and they, they played in pubs in 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 in, in the surroundings in Ireland just in order to 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 get practice for 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 the bigger stages as well. That I don't know. I can't say. So so no so, so I can't imagine that. So yeah. So Beck was already in the nineties. Yeah. Or? Yeah. 
Yeah. So he used to work a lot with samples. Yeah, he um, he did. Um, so so back back is the one. I mean, what I know the song. What is it, Loser Baby? No? Yeah, that was his first big hit. Right. Um, well. Yeah, he was great. I mean, the whole that period of time for me was amazing for music. It was uh, it was very uh, creative, alternative. Nineties. Yeah, it was when alternative music was pop music, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had bands like uh, like Nirvana, obviously very, very oh. popular. Um, Grunge. Yeah, and like, but the grunge scene in itself was not uh, was not typecast. You know, it was like you had a lot of different bands in there doing sure. Pearl Jam, own. yeah, and Soundgarden and things like that going on. Soundgarden, sure. And, yeah, and it was all uh, it was all very interesting. That was uh, a great area, but but I think your 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 sounds there not so much influenced by by hard rock and that, isn't it? Mm. I mean. Uh, Yeah, but who's to say what... Uh, I mean, I think influence and inspiration come uh, from sometimes odd places, do you know? Sure. And then when they're filtered through your own psyche and your own... Comes uh, something new out of it. Y your eyes and your ears that, yeah, becomes something different. And then it's... Uh, it, it Then the people you work with maybe uh, have their own influences. And so it all comes together and it's, brings it, something. Which is nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, in, in, in the best case scenario, <coughs> something happens, uh, what, what nobody expects. And, and yeah. where, where, where we're going to say, wow, so this is a piece. It is so amazing. I really love it. I mean, but this process, uh, and here we come really to, to, to the creative mind. It's sometimes, very much a torture as well it can be a torture like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you thank you for your support now back to the show how often, how often did, did we write songs and played and i said oh, it's shit and uh sure yeah i mean god um, i mean the amount of songs i've written that You know, I've never played in public or bothered to record even because they're not, uh, they haven't passed the test, you know, but uh, that's, that's part of it. So, you know? so let's go back to the band with in, 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 in your thirteens, which was already quite interesting. So you guys, you started the band and, and, uh, <coughs> and Stuart, he, uh, he uh started to play bass instead guitar because they already had two guitars in the band. So, so, yeah. or, so you started to. To learn bass with 13. Yeah, and then I, I played in a couple of bands, uh, you know, over over my teenage years uh, playing bass. Um, no, nothing much happened, you know. There wasn't yeah. a whole lot of gigs or yeah. anything, but, you know. Did you have gigs you're, you're, with, with, with 13, 14? Uh, more like 15, 16, so, that age, starting about 15, I guess. So... But so you learned bass with 13 and, and then, then you practice mm, probably it's more like 14, 15, 14, 15. Yeah, and yeah. then you start yeah. with bands and was 15. Yeah. Lo local stuff, you know, um, but, nothing, yeah. nothing happened. Yeah. That's great. Um, too much, but it, it was for us, it was, it was great. And it was, we weren't into sports. So, um, it was something to do, you know, on a Saturday, you know, evenings, you know, so it was all, it's always, I, I yeah you know, I think I think in our society uh success is 
measured uh, usually in financial terms. Uh, and I think as artists, we we were familiar with that, but we're also uh, with the pressure of that, but also familiar with the uh, with the reality that success comes in different forms and like maybe sure. personal success sure. has got nothing to do with money sure. and well, i think I mean, anyone involved in an artistic sure. I mean, you're, pursuit you're, you're uh, the same knows like me. that we both are not materialists you know no and and and, uh, and and we know that 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 we can't reach normally success with 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 i mean it, it helps to have some money in your pocket because you can make projects sure yeah you know? that's, yeah and that's 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 uh that's difficult enough but yeah i mean getting getting a thing together even if it's a song or 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 a good painting i mean i must have to admit i didn't paint for a while uh, but whatever i mean nowadays the expression of art is so huge sure M making yeah. a good dinner can be an expression oh uh, yes uh, and uh, an artistic endeavor that you can feel successful about it doesn't have to have financial return but you're right we do need uh, as artists we also need money to progress with our art uh, so that's the that's the catch so to, to what would be nice isn't yeah. it and i mean uh, the uh, the way to the top that's the thing is and i think that's the reason why we artists are as well human in general are struggle sometimes because uh um competition and 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 cooperation is so close together that 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 we sometimes yeah. getting a little bit lost you know with this feeling you know because we want to be good but then then in this elbow society where uh, nowadays everyone is getting higher if, if he has a if he has a good if stiff elbow you know sure yeah uh, but then there's there there's uh there's kind of uh like positive uh, uh things to competition as well between between artists that can you can drive each other on so you c it's not necessarily a destructive thing to be in competition do you know yeah it's not always easy to find that kind of competition but you know it's more more likely you'll find uh um the kind of competition you're talking about but uh it can be good too it can be good it can drive you on you know i still i still try to to um to understand that i mean i understand it somehow but but uh understand it on a way like like that it doesn't make you more more bitter you know and and more disappointed uh, well, yeah, life in general can make you bitter and cynical along the way that we all all I'll have to try to avoid that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, oh God, guys, you know, no, but it's great. So, so you guys, it's great that, that you already started. Then with sixteen, getting getting some practice in. in sure. In, yeah, it was practice. In right, in, so. in pubs. Yeah. Probably in on on, on, on couple li of little gigs. Yeah. Family fairs and 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 all that, you know. So. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. I was uh, then. I moved to Dublin. There was a bit more, but not a whole lot. And then I decided actually it was I wanted to focus on on the guitar yeah. and, uh, and yeah. singing and uh, that and songwriting but um i was very shy and uh, in so your 20s yeah, yeah so i was i i was in my 30s before i ever sang in public yeah you know yeah. and uh so i haven't been doing it that long really yeah 
No, I mean, I can't imagine that. I started as well very late with 23, 24 to, to build up somehow my self-esteem as mm. artist, e either as yeah. a singer or as, as a painter or whatever. Well, it, you know? it, it can be terrifying to uh, reveal yourself in public if, uh, if you're a bit on the shy side. I mean... Some people are born exhibitionists, and they uh, they transition into that quite easily. Yeah, and um, not everyone yeah. does. You know, you know what? On this note, so so I gonna, I gonna, I gonna put the candle on. on oh, very on, nice touch, that on nice this touch. this subject. I mean, I w it's it's already a, a post post candle light. Christmas post candle light candle. This is yeah. I mean, I mean, it is. So, so you in in your twenties, you probably you 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 worked your ass off then 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 as a stage monkey and and yeah, I was working. Um, I had I had. Young daughter as well, as well. Yeah, okay. and um, yeah, it's life. But you know, I mean, I think there's something about uh, when you're if you're a writer, yeah, you you need something, you need some experience to write about. I think it can. Sure. You know, I sure. mean, when did you start to, to write? Relate to you know, I mean, I was always writing since I'm a teenager, writing songs. But the the things I wrote as a teenager, yeah. are you know, they're, drama, yeah. They're, you know, that's normal. That's 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 that's. They weren't great. Oh yeah, but but it's good. They, good. Some things have potential, but they're not uh, fully realized. Very good practice. I think you really do need those years behind you of a bit of struggle and a bit of heartache, things like that, before you can actually put the feeling and the emotion into your work. You know, so um, so yeah, there's no rush. No, no, no rush. No true. So no, no, I I agree completely. I mean. I started, like I say, in my twenties with with a punk rock band, and uh, and uh, for me it was as well somehow very, 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 very double binding somehow going on the stage. You know, on one way you like it, mm. and on the other way you 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 dislike it. You you this adrenaline and everything which comes together is. I think there's good adrenaline and bad adrenaline, though, it and is, I think. Yeah. Um, the adrenaline I get from being on stage me, yeah. is uh, is what I would call good adrenaline because afterwards I feel amazing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, no, I, I, I feel agree. great, I, I like, agree. and it lasts. Uh, whereas yeah. bad adrenaline be more like if you nearly get like into a car accident or something, uh, or you get into oh, a, somebody, a, a, some, an some argument some with somebody on the street or something, and some, you're pumped. But like, I don't feel good after that. I'm I'm shaking and I feel really tense and it, it takes a long time to go away so i don't yeah. i don't like that kind of adrenaline. no i'm not sure i'm no scientist so i don't know what the difference is it could but, be psychological uh, i have no idea i don't know now but but uh, yeah i'm not starting now to 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 dig into that too deep no because no. then then we we we, we uh we come totally into a different subject you know so <laughs> uh so, 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 so probably so you 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 uh, practice your guitar playing in the twenties. Yeah, I was at home. I was living. I was, you know, I'd moved down to West Cork uh, at some point. Um, you know, 
you know, you're learning to drive, you're working at this, you're working at yeah. that, making ends meet. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. you know. And you, you practice your songwriting in the 20s as well. Sure, I was, I was writing songs all along. Um, uh, you know, there's not, not many of them survived uh, in, my, in my head. I don't remember. There's a couple of them that, like, were good enough to stick around, but, um, you know, it got more interesting than later on. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. In your thirties. Yeah, just yeah. Around the time I was thirty, I decided I was going to give it a proper go again because I had kind of ignored it for a long time. Like you know. So you made. I thought like that. I actually should challenge myself and do yeah. something that scares me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, that was um, singing in front of people, uh, which was a, a big jump for me. But once I did it, and once I got over the hump of it. I I was fine and mm. I I um I started to love it then. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. you're probably not alone. I mean, I bet with you that 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 uh, a lot of listeners who, who are in in performer in in the, in the music scene they they know exactly where 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 you're coming from. Like myself as well. You know. I mean, uh, sure, sure. But it is it is still brave. I mean, it's still brave to go on a stage and and sure. and, and, and and doing things. Well, is, so, like playing and singing in front of people or doing anything artistic in front of people is completely different than yeah. doing it at home in your bedroom or whatever. Yeah, but though I have to say, and, and that's an advice for me for every artist, for every creative people, person, you know, so it is, uh, if you're creative, try to achieve it, you know, because if you really rehearse whatever, is it a painting or, 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 or a play or a poem, and if you just stick at home, It is nice and it is a great experience for yourself, but I think to to have a discourse with other humans, with an audience, gives your work a completely a different uh, value and makes mm. it stronger somehow. You well, know? well, for good and bad, it does that. Uh, like sometimes I've had the experience where what I've what I thought I was doing at home doesn't translate to an audience and uh, i have to rethink the work uh, after i played it first you know yeah so, like that very first time you sing a song you've written uh, to a live audience yeah uh that's a that's always a, a difficult moment for me so how was your first gig oh it's terrifying i um i did it up in cork city all right in the Where? round in the roundy, in the roundy. Up, upstairs in the roundy okay and um how many people oh guess i'm guessing there was like maybe 40 people i'm not sure all right this is quite a lot for for a first gig well i was i was opening up for somebody uh for francesca baines a friend of mine she also uh, is from west cork just jessica baines do it francesca yeah. Know her. Yeah, yeah 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 cool and that and that was um i couldn't tell you the actual date but i'm guessing 2009 maybe 2009 so we speak just about about 10 11 12 years something like that yeah wow it could have been 2007 but i'm thinking to 2009 yeah never, never mind sure. never mind about I probably one got the, that was the time when when i when i came to Bali the hop more than last 2008 wow well it was uh it, it, it was interesting i ended up with this really shitty mic microphone stand yeah. Because um, there was a lot of musicians that were playing with Francesca, and uh, 
there was there wasn't like much left. Uh, Francesca yeah. Baines, not Jessica Baines. Yeah, Francesca. Yeah, that's... but you know, you you said Jessica. Too, no, so. I said Francesca. Did you? Yeah. Definitely. I will... <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe, maybe my earsight is already good. Your earsight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wearing ear goggles. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the microphone stand was a bit dodgy, yeah. and uh, I I was playing. I started off with this song that had had some stops in it along the way, and um, it kept. Uh, kept falling over slowly, uh, yeah, so no. I, I had to follow it down. You know, like follow it down. That, that was, was a good falling. performance. And then every time I got to the stop, I yeah, be half bent over, and then I I straighten it back <laughs> up again and start singing, and the thing kept happening. So yeah. everyone was laughing anyway because sure. it was it was funny. So it was a little bit like free jazz dancing. Well, it was just <laughs> it was just comedy, you know. Uh, so it was kind of good in a way that yeah. I started the, my very first gig was. Uh, Uh, had a, a comedic element to it because that ice was broken and then it's like oh, i can't get much worse you know so yeah. like and i could see the funny side of it and, you know <laughs> so that was my first gig wouldn't say i was um uh very happy with my performance or anything but um so how long was your first gig so, so oh i'm guessing it was 30 minutes or 40 so you had a cu couple of songs together and yeah and probably like I probably did ten songs or something. Good. Okay. So so and all all my well, own stuff. I didn't used to ever do covers in those days. So already quite a lot, I would say. So uh, so you and and then and then you yeah sure. So then you continued. I mean now you have already two or three three uh, albums out. Well, I've, I've two albums out, and then I'm I'm still trying to finish off the third one. It's taken me quite a long time, but um. So, so the third. When did you start? Was the third one? Oh, I started and and scrapped it and started a couple of times uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, I was trying to get a band to um, to work the songs and get it the way I wanted it. And then in the last uh, few months or maybe it's a year, maybe I actually start started some demos like this time last year, and um, that's shaping up into an album. And that will uh, that will come out at some point. I just just getting to the finishing parts it's hard to get the just get a rise oh yeah i know I especially know. when you're working on your own and you're yeah. doing everything yourself. so you're gonna yeah. work on your own you don't have a band with you or what no not not uh, not on this no so um, what what is it How, what's about drums and and bass and well, things like this i mean basically uh, probably on yourself i i I started off working with some drum loops, so I'm not sure yet if I'm going to keep those drum loops or if i'm gonna so it uh, goes a little bit more in a dance direction yeah Ish. maybe ish not really yeah. but um uh yeah i'm i'm try i have to decide uh soon whether or not i'm going to put live drums on sure. or if i'm just going to go with the sure. way it is so then i put uh guitars and bass and harmonica and uh vocals uh, backing vocals and all that so so you do all the backing vocals on your own yeah except for those one one or two songs i had some uh some friends come in yeah um which i'm hoping to get a bit more of that i'd because uh i'd say yeah i'm kind of i'd like to have uh more musicians on it than just me <laughs> yeah it depends i mean if it works it's it's true if it's, it works it works that's it's it's good isn't it so, so that, I mean, that's that that sounds great so after your 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 first your first gig then you i mean 
now in the last nine years you you played huge lots around around yeah, this area yeah, yeah. basically uh, in 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 cork and Kerry or yeah cork and Kerry and um county waterford um yeah i suppose just the, the bottom of the country and 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 you had as well um you used to play in germany I did a couple of times. I went over already a couple of times. I didn't know yeah, that twice, uh, twice. Yeah, I uh, my first album, uh, the Black Crow. Uh, when I made that, I was working with uh, a German uh, violin player All called right. Catherine Doner. I've who, heard about her. Yeah, yeah. She was living in Cork at the time. All right. And then she, uh, so we were gigging together a lot for for a few years. And when she moved, then back to germany yeah um she organized a couple of gigs here and there where uh there was um schwebisch hall schwebisch hall yeah 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 schwabenland yeah and um, then we went down to the culture fest who's down by the big lake uh lake constance okay um we went down it was a busking festival so we we spent a bit of time there all right i was another couple of gigs around um can't remember the venues and uh, then when i came back uh the second time she was living in tubingen so we did we kind of sent tubingen her, yeah yeah we centered yeah. around there and kind of moved out from there yeah that was fun i, I liked playing in germany that's great. We had it already, so, so so that that the audience is very thankful of people from Ireland come, and I can imagine that that your stuff they they love it. You know, they really, it's uh, it, it they they really really pay attention, you know. Um, and uh, whereas in Ireland, I think you kind of learn to win a crowd over because they can be enjoying it, but they're still yeah. kind of out and they want to have a chat with their mates, and you kind of get used to that. So it's kind of unnerving when you go to somewhere else and they are actually listening uh from i know go, i know and you don't have to win them they're already they're already yeah. invested yeah that's, yeah that's, yeah, that's yeah. quite yeah. different it's good uh good. there's uh it's good things about both ways i suppose i mean and i think as well if, if you're gonna play in ireland or in west cork if you're gonna play again and again and again in the same pub people don't appreciate it anymore like like at the beginning because it's more it's more than one drift more into this this discover bands thing that people say oh yeah it's him and and then it ring and, and yeah no. yeah well that's uh, i mean that's uh i mean that's one of the jobs you, is, you end up yeah. doing as a musician uh in ireland is it, that it is. a lot of the jobs available are posts I think you know. what what would be maybe nice is if because if and if if a promoter or whatever is, is now listen listening to this podcast and uh, to 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 your stuff and uh, we might play maybe one song of you um, in a minute. Uh, what would you say when 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 uh, when when somebody would come, a promoter or whatever, say, "Hey, look, so, so I love your stuff. Uh, do you want to do gigging in in Germany, ten tours, fifteen tours?" Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So, so dear listeners, if any <laughs> any promoter or, or whatever is is here on board, and a steward is available actually for 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 touring around the world, you know. But I don't think there's much touring going on at the moment with the COVID. <laughs> uh, All right, no, that's true. So. But yeah, but keep it in mind, dear folks. Uh, you you will have a, a very good performer. He's actually. Uh, 
I saw one gig from Stuart, uh, of Stuart. Uh, Where was like, that? I think it was in the Ballet Hop Social Club. Oh, it's going back a while, yeah. And it was going back a while, and and with with as well with with all this this one man band things. Yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, so you do the one man band thing very well as well, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's, I, I kind of like doing that. Yeah, I get to make a bit of noise. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's 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 great. It's really great. Cool. I would say, I mean, we're almost at the end of our three part show, and it was great to have you here. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. That was really cool. Um, we have almost now we can play actually a song into into almost into the new year. So which song which song uh, do you want to play? Um, I think I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm gonna play a song. Uh, it's off my second album, and it's called "We Will Be in Love Again." We will be in love again. Yes, yeah, for all the lost lovers out there. All right, and do you want to add anything else to to at the end? Uh, uh, what what you want to say to? Uh, no, just thanks for listening, and uh, hope you're all well. And that's about it. Yeah, I hope I can I can join in into the choir somehow. Is is it? We will be in love again. Yeah. Well, you'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, We Will Be In Love Again, a song written by Stuart Wilde, and um, you can find it on his second album, you can find everything. It's on, on Bandcamp, actually, it's a great, Bandcamp is a great place for independent artists. Yeah, you see, um, it's on Bandcamp as well, it is, um, you can find it as well, uh, you, uh, I put the links uh, into my description. above us.
ourselves. Thank you very much, Stuart. Thanks for having me on the show. It was great to have you here. Happy New Year to everyone. And we will be in love again. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This is a listener-supported show. I feel honored if you subscribe to this show. You can follow me non-financial 
with the following click on one of my Instagram accounts or subscribe the visual version of this podcast on YouTube via the link below. If you like what you hear, be sure to tune in this Sunday for the third part of this Attitude Audio Triptych. If you want to leave a donation for a coffee or a bus ticket, just follow the donation link via the Attitude Podcast account. Eventually, I would like to thank through this medium all my members and listeners of the I Love West Cork Artists Network from all over the world. Just to remember myself that without you, this year couldn't and wouldn't happen. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.